This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, time now to take uh, an update from our South Dunedin Community Network. And joining me on the line now is Robin McLean. Morena, Robin, lovely to have you with us. Morena, it's lovely to be with you. Thank you for having me. It's been a busy time out there in South. You've got a bit to catch up on. Um, there's some of the discussion around potential use of Forbury Park. We can have a, have a wee bit of a chat about that in the moment. But you've had some events of late. Uh, most recently, I think, you had your Teddy Bears Hospital, right? We did. On Saturday, We, uh, with the help of the um, University Medical Students Association, of course, and we also partnered up with Cavisham Community Group and um, put on a South Dunedin Teddy Bear Hospital at Carisbrook School. It was so great. What's the idea behind Teddy Bear Hospital? It's my favourite event of the year that we run. Um, it has so many uh, great reasons and it helps so many groups. So the students get a chance to practice interacting with children who bring their teddy bears through the clinic as though the teddy bears are the patients. Um, it also helps students, uh, sorry, helps the children learn how to interact with medical professionals in a fun way before there's any drama or any pain that they're actually going to a doctor or a dentist or a physio. Um, so it's a really, really neat event. Gosh, that's a great idea. If you've grown up with uh, white white coat fever like I have, <laughs> it's probably it's probably really nice to establish that and normalise that relationship between the medical oh. practitioners and the young ones. Yeah, it's so important. And we had some great feedback last year because we run this event every year. A mother got in touch with us and thanked us because a few months after the event last year, her son broke his arm. He was five and he had to um, get uh, put out to relocate the arm. And just as they were putting in the needle for the IV drip, he said to the nurse, I'm not scared because you're wearing the same things that the nurses at the Teddy Bear Hospital were wearing and they were squirting syringes with no needles um, with glitter water and they'd made it fun for him. So he wasn't he handled the whole experience so differently. Magic. That's exactly what it's all about. Yeah. 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 Now so speaking, it was, great. it was a great event. Robin, speaking of the, the young ones, um, South Indian Community Network uh, helped celebrate Youth Week uh, last week and the special bail on bullying program was available at the South Dunedin Community Network. Yes, yes they were and uh, we've done a lot of work with them. They also painted a beautiful mural at our street festival a few months ago with kids, um, which was great. They do great work for um, helping kids dealing with and understanding bullying in their situation. And I guess a good example of how uh, local organisations can make use of that space to get in contact with uh, with local residents. Yeah, our, um, our community rooms are used for all different um, kinds of groups and usages now. It's really great how people are thinking how they might be able to use the space. We've designed it so it is so flexible and that we can put tables and chairs pretty much anywhere that people need them for whatever they're doing, from an art class to a presentation to a um, sewing group. So it's really great. The kids love the space. Um, we still made it theirs, so yeah, it was great. Robin, I see you from posts on the South Dunedin Community Network's Facebook page, which is a great place to go if you want to uh, keep up to date with all of the things that we're talking about this morning. Um, there's interest in a, a water group starting up in South D. 
Yeah, there really is. So um, at the moment, and this is why our community group came about. So uh, the South Dunedin Community Network started after the 2015 floods when some residents realised that communicating as separate parties to the council wasn't working and that we needed to get organised and get connected as a community. Um, Now that things are really ramping up, both with um, more scientific evidence and understanding of what's going on with the groundwater in Dunedin and also the council and other decision makers starting to look at solutions and what long-term plans might look like. We are looking for anybody that's interested and has skills, maybe a retired engineer or somebody that's very into science or maybe someone who's highly educated and loves learning um, to come along and join this group where we can develop more knowledge in our South Dunedin locals about the water issues so that we can have a group of us both advocating but also understanding deeply the issues to then be able to teach more people in our community what's going on. So what's the best way to get in touch? Uh, The best way to get in touch with us is either through our Facebook page um, or our page has all of our contact details which is um, southd.org.nz. I'm sure there'll be many uh, interested parties there, but it's I guess that those people who can bring some um, technical expertise that are particularly valuable at a time like this? Yeah, they definitely are, but also anybody that has passion and wants to be involved would never turn away as well, um, because uh, more numbers is a better thing for, for everybody um, in this space. And, you know, it's such new science all of the climate change things and and what's actually happening with South Dunedin's groundwater situation. Um, So everybody's learning. So you don't have to be, you don't have to think you need to be an expert to be in this group. You just need to be interested in South Dunedin and willing to give a bit of your time. Now Robin, uh, things are very busy out there of course and you have to make a change to your office hours just to reflect what's, uh, what's going on in the demand at the moment. Tell us about that. Yeah, we have at the moment. We have two staff that both work 20 hours a week. I'm one of them. And I think the biggest thing is we've run three of our big events already this year, and we're only in May. Um, So we realised that something had to give uh, for a little while. And uh, running a community centre, as well as trying to do all the mahi of running these big events, was becoming too much for our little team. So um, we're always available by appointment, and we're always available if you want to book the space any time of the week that can happen Um, however if you wanted to pop in and spend some time with us and talk to us we're making ourselves available on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 to 1.30 and it just gives us a chance to be focused on the community for those hours and then focused on all of the other workings um, of the community network in the other hours we're looking at building our volunteer network so we can have some hosts that will be at the centre so we can open it up a bit more. Um, so I think it may only be the winter that we do this for, but we'll see what happens. All right, so if someone thinks they might be able to offer some some of their time as a volunteer in that capacity, you'd love to hear from them at any time, I, oh, I suppose. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah it, would, it would be great. Now, readers of the uh, ODT at the weekend will have uh, seen with interest the article about, uh, well, some, let's let's call it blue sky thinking in relation to the use of Fallbury Park. That'll be an interesting discussion over the next little while, Robin. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, actually, um, that that conversation is starting. And it's great to see that in that um, conversation, community was mentioned, um, as well as having social housing um, 
involved in, in whatever's developed in that space. So it's certainly something that we will be uh, keeping our finger on the pulse of and um, pushing to see that we can get the community voice heard through that, whatever happens. I would expect far better than the... Um, far better than the previous article on April Fool's Day. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so I, I guess you would expect that uh, perhaps at, at future community hui, uh, this might become an agenda item if, if it's particularly at the point where community feedback is sought. Almost definitely. Yeah, we will... Um that and we've also had a lot of talk about playgrounds lately um, so any sort of big changes in South Dunedin would become topics for our hui and uh, we're already set that up and that we get an update from the DCC and ORC every hui so we would hear about their plans in that space um, but yes for sure we would be finding ways to engage with the community to get real solid feedback on what everybody thinks on these big ideas. All right. Robin, is there anything else you want to bring us up to date on in terms of what's happening out in South Dunedin? I think at this moment we're just celebrating having had a wonderful Teddy Bear Hospital for all of the tamariki and um, we're ready to have a bit of a restful week after what has been a really busy month. Well, good on you, and thanks for taking <laughs> some time to join us on the Awesome Morning Show. We uh, we look forward to cut, uh, touching base with South Dunedin Community Network in four weeks' time here on the programme. But in the meantime, Robert, if there's anything that's going on you want to let the people know about, do get in touch, won't you? Uh, you have a great day, and stay warm wherever you are. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. I'm just outside school drop-off. Ah, so. <laughs> okay, you, you need to back to the office and a cup of coffee, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Kia ora, Robin. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.